You're now tuned into another episode of The Underground. Each week, we dive into what it means to create, nurture, and live in communities everywhere. This is The Underground with Ryan Moore and Justin Lon Carrick. Welcome, welcome to another episode of The Underground. I'm here with Ryan. What's up, bud? You know what? I'm doing good, and we're in the pond again. I'm back at the pond. What? What is this about? We love the pond. This is our underground cave right now. It is our underground cave. We're enjoying it. We're enjoying the time here. And the I'm hey, thanks for allowing us here. Well, you know, sometimes someone's got put up with you, so. <laughs> At least I don't have frosted tips anymore. No, no more frosted tips. That was in the nineties. <laughs> that was fun. What are you? What are you doing to keep active other than hockey? Are you skating? Well, pretty much. I'm on the ice at least minimum three hours every single day, demonstrating stuff. <laughs> so, other than that, I go on two hikes a day on the Bruce Trail, and you know, I do want to get back into working out. I have some bands at home, and. I do what I do is on my lunch break I'll I'll do some band work and stuff like that. But with like uh, journey and like like tragically those, hip. Oh you know, tragically hip, that'd be a good one. Yeah. A little A C D C, you know, Hell's Bells, get that rolling. Nice. You know, I I've str- actually one of my struggles recently is I've gone through a bit of a transformation with some of the food that we've been eating and so on. I've struggled to get back into working out. It's the hardest thing. I've lost a bunch of weight just by changing my food, but the working out portion of it has been the hardest thing for me. Yeah. It's been interesting. It's you, to get into the gym, it's, it's, you need that motivation. For me, it was the, the gym's closed. Mm. I had no gym to go to. And so I was like, okay, Yeah, well, but you have an ice surface right here. You yeah, can just skate around on yeah, that's, that's not fair. My, that's well, cheating. The thing is, is my upper body, though, is what is what really falters. Because my lower body, from skating every single day, it, 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 it takes off for me. Mm. And, and my, my lower body is, is fine. Everyone goes, oh, so you always skip leg day. You skip leg day. I'm like... Guy, I'm on the ice three hours every single day, sprinting around, squatting, doing all that kind of good stuff. So when I go to the gym, it is beach workout day. So recently, someone that I follow on Instagram said something pretty profound to me, which kind of has me changing my mindset. And our next guest relates to this big time, I think. And it really stemmed from the idea that at some point, you won't be able to work out. You're going to be too old. You won't be able to get up and go for a walk. You won't be able to lift those weights that you lifted before. And so in the meantime, it's a gift to be able to have that opportunity to work out. And actually, Kim's husband said this on Instagram the other day, and I was like, that's genius right there. So... What I thought I'd do is I'd bring Kim on because, she, you know, we're go- everybody's going through a lot right now. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to bring information to the people, trying to get people motivated to just be better people, better humans out there. And I think Kim has been just such a shining light through all this and a bright, you know, even a bright smile, shall I say. So I'll introduce right now Kim Fitzpatrick, CEO, entrepreneur, business owner. I mean, what else are you, Kim? You're so many different things. How are you today? Hi, Kim. I'm doing doing great. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Justin. Thanks for having me on today. Oh, my gosh. I'm a dog mom. I am a mama. I'm lots of things, you know. We are, I think I can, I think there's so many people with a thousand different titles, right? Uh, Totally. Totally. We're all our own CEOs of our household. And then you break down all the little jobs that we have in between. Although this guy over here has no kids and no, well, he has a dog. I got a dog. 
Got a dog, but no kids. So it's a whole, let's be honest. He's not, he's not working as hard as we are. I work with all your kids. That's true. He just works with my kids. You're a hero. I take everyone else's kids. That's right. We appreciate so, you. Yes, we do. <laughs> uh, Kim, what's, so throughout all this, it's been so challenging for people to just keep motivated to do anything. We, we talk about the, the COVID-15 and all this stuff that people have been going on about. Your family is amazing because I think they, you've, you've fought through it in a, in a different way and tried to be an example for other people, which I think is the biggest thing that you bring to the table, which is really fun. So tell me some of the things that you're doing day to day. And also let's break down some barriers. Your Instagram world is amazing. Not everything is perfect, right? Nope. I'm very real. You're going to, okay. I, I always love to say this and I just, I want to take a minute to pause while we chat about this with everyone that's listening today, because I think it's so interesting. You say, you know, you've really kept it together. You've been doing so good. And, you know, perception is such reality, right? And one of the things that I will say is that, so 44 days ago, Jamie and I decided to do the Andy Frisella 75 hard challenge. And uh, that predominantly included for us, the biggest changes for me was moving my body twice a day and getting outside. And I don't know that anyone relates to this, but I feel like with COVID and with the world pandemic and the heaviness of the revolution that's happening and, you know, that all of that is a lot. And couple that with and pair that with what happened for us a, a year ago um, where my husband dropped dead, basically, and we were able to save him. My daughter found him and I was able to give him CPR and an incredible team of firefighters and paramedics came and rescued him. Literally, you know, he was gone for eight minutes, probably 10, I think is what Josh said, but he was safe because I was there pumping those organs and that oxygen and that flow for him. So when you were speaking earlier about this gift of being able to move your body, let's just take a minute to praise that because there's a lot of people that are wishing that they can move their bodies or that we're still here. So I think there's a real opportunity for gratitude with what you can do um, and not keep staying locked in that trauma of things that have happened for you, whether it be COVID or job loss or working double time or sickness or whatever that is, because all of us are experiencing this world in a different way. I love to use this analogy that we're kind of all in a fire right now. There's just a different degree of burn that's happening for so many of us. And what Jamie and I have walked through, if I'm honest with you guys, I have not shown up well. I showed up doing the bare bones for myself, doing a workout, but it was half-assed. You know, I would I would um, overindulge and in the cupboard. And I remember, I think it was you and I chatting about the peanut butter. Like, oh, love the peanut butter. Yeah. Like the peanut butter in the jar is just... And I, I caught myself. I think the beautiful part is I'm an online health and wellness coach. And I have told myself that I don't like working out. And I've told myself that, you know, all these things. So I have all the tools. I have all the resources. I have all the mindset stuff. And I'm thankful for that, Justin, because that's what actually kept me grounded to not at least do something for myself every day. But if I'm honest with you, do I think it was the best thing I could have done? No, but given the circumstances, it was pretty dang great, right? And I think that's what everyone has to give themselves grace on is as you're looking at a collective trauma, right? That's what the world's going through right now. It's what can you do in that trauma? What can you take control of? Well, the only things you can, can take control of is how much water you drink, 
how much sleep you get versus scrolling or boundless Netflix series, what you're actually eating and ingesting and what you're consuming. And that and consuming meaning on social media, on the negativity, on the toxic positivity talk from your friends that they're saying they're happy and they're really miserable. Like that's the stuff that wears you down. And what I'm learning through this process is you have to shut the noise down to actually go inside. And one of the things that I've really been doing and refining is that meditation is really serving me. Walking outside has changed everything because I am a home workout girl. So I heard you talking about the gym, Ryan. I am like, I love the gym, but I also find it time consuming because I want to chat and I want to like hang out with my buddies I meet at the gym. And I, you know, like I'm a huge proponent. I love Spinco. I love classes, but I also just love being able to come downstairs and get it done. Right. I've got a full weight rack downstairs. I love lifting. I love moving my body. And it's ironic because it's the one thing I'll procrastinate on. And I don't know that that relates to any of you totally. that you'll like want to get your workout done, but you don't do it. Yeah. So what's that thing that but, you say to yourself though? Like, what is that kick in the ass thing? That's like, okay, just get this thing done. Like, let's move on. Yeah. So I, I, I actually love John Maxwell and for many reasons, he's an incredible leader, author, all the things. But one of the things he said that I heard at about, I want to say it was like April. So right in the, right in the fire of lockdown and no one thought it, it was crazy. And all I heard was it said, he said he repeats 50 times, just do it, just do it, just do it. And if you say, just do it out loud all day, every day, or to yourself or quietly, it actually will start your, your subconscious will start to take action. And when you start to take action, you start to get those dopamine hits that you're doing something great. So that's the thing. Like, I, I think for me, it's like, I just have to press play. So as soon as I press play, I know I'm going to move my body. And, and I think that's something that's kind of neat for anyone that's listening. Do you have a designated space that you go to, to either move your body or to read a book or that you meal prep? Like I should be the kitchen, but you know, like what spot in the kitchen do you like that? How cu- organized are your cupboards? Like that stuff, your environment is everything and time has energy, right? And time has space. So if you're waking up and for me, like, I don't know whether this relates to you guys, but if I don't get my workout done first thing or get my reading done or anything like that, like trying to do it at like 12 noon is torture. Like it is torture. It's hard. So trying to get that done in the morning or saying just do it is really helpful. Totally with you there. I mean, I did a couple of races, three races that were 150 kilometer races uh, a few years back. Not to toot my own horn. I didn't do it spectacularly well. We just did the races. The goal was to finish, let's be honest. And in the last race that we did, the last leg of the race was a 50 kilometer mountain bike ride. And it was on some trails, but then on some road. And I was bonking pretty hard. I had some severe, what is it? Like when my sugar levels are way down, like just awful. I had to boost. I had to take a bunch of chocolate bars in and just to get it, you know, back up and start fighting back. But I remember distinctly being on that bike, staring just forward because I had nothing else going on in my mind other than pain and suffering and just saying to myself, I can do this. And the second part of that was for my kids. Right. Cause I wanted to show them that you can never give up and you should never give up. And, um, 
so that was a that was a very moving moment for me to finish that race because we hadn't finished the first two races and the hardship that we went through and the the mantra and the, the idea that you're just saying that over and over in your head to the point where your body just believes it i think is part of it right mm-hmm. so well i was just thinking Kim, you know, it's hard for people to actually, some people, you you know, you say, just do it. Some people don't have that revelation, right? It's a major, it's a major revelation and and ability to just be able to say, you know what, I'm going to tell myself, just do it. And that's where people like you come in with your social media and, and, and your ability to connect with people and to help them come to that revelation. You know what, just do it. So I was just wondering, like, where did your, your ideas to, you know, join social to help other people? How did that all come about? I know that your social account, I, I just had it up here, but you, you, you have a very successful social account. I'm seeing over 53,000 followers on Instagram. You can find her at Kim Fitzpatrick. If you just search up Kim Fitzpatrick on Instagram, you'll be able to find her. And, and you'll see that it's all inspirational mindset type of things. It, it's it's really awesome. And what, what led you down that path to be the person that's going to help people that maybe can't come to that revelation on their own? I, I love that question because I think that's something that I struggle with too daily is getting it done, right? So for me, yes, I, I rely on outside sources to give me that intrinsic motivation to get things done. Um, I actually started, (laughs) I had zero interest in being an online health and wellness coach. I didn't see that as my future. I'm actually a gerontologist by trade. I've worked in the field of senior living for 15 years prior to becoming and starting this uh, business six years ago with my husband. And for me, I love serving people. I always have. I've had a passion. And and I remember one time I walked into Sunrise of Oakville and that's where I worked for many years. I love it so much. And I read their mission statement, which was to champion the quality of lives for all seniors. And it struck a chord with me because in my head, I love seniors, but I also love all humans. So I thought, why can't I champion the quality of life for all humans and just be that person that I want to show up with? I have been a personal development junkie for years. There's a lot of things that have come laced through my past in my life that I've had to walk through and heal through and grow through. Um, So for me, you know, I used to have, I didn't listen to the radio when I was traveling, like from 20 years of age, I was listening to Wayne Dyer, Brendan Bouchard, Robin Sharma, the greats, like they, and I, I like, I I didn't really date much, but like the odd time, like a couple guys got in and all of a sudden Raman Sharma is like blaring, like, and I was like, Oh my God, (laughs) you know, like that was a great first impression back then because personal development wasn't the rage back then, right? It wasn't, it was like, oh, you're in therapy. No, I'm in my car listening to all these other really insightful people because I needed a form of therapy and that was it for me. So one of the things that I found while I was going through this personal development journey, while I was finding my way in senior living and the world of senior living, my husband's a serial entrepreneur. And he found this awesome opportunity that we could build a beautiful business from a wellness perspective, which are all things I love, right? I love empowering other people. I love building community. I love helping people be leaders in their own lives, right? I know that when people can take ownership in their own life, they can be better in all aspects, in their relationships, in their careers, in how they want to show up, right? So for me, it was aligned. And so it's always been in me to lead. It's always been in me to be, you know, people always say, Kim, your energy. I mean, for some people, 
they think I'm like a golden retriever and I'm a lot and I'm too much, right? I am. I'm a bit like a puppy dog, but I truly have this love for life. And, you know, that actually started when I was born, if I'm honest with you, because I was gifted a life. Uh, my life was a, my life was a trade. So my life came and my mom lost her life. So for me, my job is to fulfill two legacies of one, a woman that could not live out her life that was full of life and was full of zest and was full of personality. And it was ironic. I was able to talk to an old friend of hers yesterday. And I said, what's one thing you remember about my mom? I remember her essence. I remember her smile. And I remember how she left people better than when they found them. And that's my goal. So if I can do that on social media in this heavy, dark world, then that's it. If I can be a light and I can figure out my way, even when it's messy and imperfect and dark and hard, then I'm going to find the light and I'm going to help people. And when you help other people, that's contribution. And when you contribute to the lives of others, you, you actually get better. So it's so reciprocal, right? As much as I pour into other people, I thrive from knowing that other people help me just as much and we get to do it together. So that's kind of how this all built. And I was able to leave my corporate job about two and a half years into this business that I realized this was actually my calling. This was my calling. And the field of senior living just entered me into the world of realizing I love to serve and I'm a servant leader. Well, I think that's a very good point to make that, you know, help is out there and you can find it and, and you don't have to be afraid to go looking for it. I think we've made very big leaps and bounds in the past few years alone. Before that, there was a stigma around, like you say, like therapy and stuff like that and self-help and admitting that there's something wrong and I need it corrected. That and, and now, especially with social media, you go on social media and it can be a very dark place of just seeing all these other people out there. And then you come across a profile like yours where it's telling people, you know, it's okay. I'm here for you. Do you need help? Like, you, let, let's do this together. You don't, you're not alone. And I think it's a very good point that, that you're making that, you know, it's okay to reach out. If you need help, if you need to talk to somebody, you know, there's people out there that are there to help you. And there is no stigma around it anymore, I think. It's, it's really going away. And the idea that mm-hmm. action is probably more important than perfection I think is a huge one because none of us are perfect. We may appear to be. And certainly when we look at social media, we may assume that some people are, but the reality of life is just that we're all imperfect beings just trying to make our way and we do our best and we need help. We're not. And I love the idea of coach. The, it's the idea of who's policing the police. It's like, who's coaching the coach. Yeah. Right. And for you to be able yeah. to say, I have people that coach me even today yeah. is insightful yeah. in and of itself because we're, we all need help. We're not, no, there's not one. I mean, Jesus, God, like whoever the higher powers are, mm-hmm. maybe they're the perfect people, yeah. but that's about it. And we're all just imperfect humans. So. And, and Kim, just a, a segue, you mentioned legacy and I know you have this thing legacy by Kim and I know you mentioned, you know, you guys are serial entrepreneurs over there. So what is legacy by Kim? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So legacy by Kim, actually, it's so funny. Uh, first, first of all, this was birth. This idea was birthed a long time ago. I have a 
massive passion for fashion. I have a massive passion for headbands. I'm an athlete. I was a soccer player. I never didn't have a headband on. I always have. Even yeah. like when I had to wear the worst soccer uniforms, I was like, how can I make this awesome in my own with under socks, like under the shin pads? And then I couldn't play without them. But my point to that is I believe in accessories. I love accessories. I think that you can feel better when you don a certain thing. So for me, it's always been like, whether it be a headband or whatever that is, a beanie, things like that, they're my expression. So I have always loved fashion. My mom, who also passed away, had an obsession with fashion. Um, and the worlds collided because I didn't want this, this, I didn't want this brand to be something that was more about how you look. I didn't want it to be something about, you know, come look, you look so good. It's not about that. I wanted this to actually spark something inside of someone to make them question why they're here. And what is your legacy? And as you show up every day, and what I love is a lot of people wear our headbands or our beanies in their workouts, or when they're running around, or when they're going out on the date, when they're living their life, they're wearing these bands. And that's the point. So these headbands, we have, we started a company, it's a year and a half old. It's a baby, beautiful company. We are a small boutique operating out of Burlington, Ontario. We've got cross Canada seamstresses. So we're actually employing so many women that are make hand making these beautiful bands. And we also have a charitable component to it. So we also have a gift, gift a headband program. So if there's anyone that's listening on this show that is with someone or knows someone that is walking through cancer uh, treatment remission is a survivor, please go nominate them for our gift to headband program. Every single nomination that's come in so far we have fulfilled because we really want to make sure that people feel that they have a community rooting for them. And we gift that in honor of the person that nominated. So you get a beautiful little card that says Mary Beth nominated you for your fight and we send them a band and we cover that. So it really is a community brand. You know, we believe in empowerment. We believe in helping people know that they are so responsible for curating their legacy and that this is the only life we have. One shot. The other So that's kind of that's kind of it. The other thing that I, I liked about it too is of course the charity side and, and the and the help side of, of like you're not in this alone, but also just the community of Canada. You just mentioned that the, the seamstresses are from across Canada. So during these times right now that we're we're living through, it's very important, I think, to support local and even just support in Canada and to support our local businesses and our country and and, and because right now we're we're very reliant on outsourcing, especially with something as simple as a headband. Oftentimes you'll mm-hmm. find it's not coming from Canada if you go to the store to buy one. Yours are are employing people across this country. They're providing an income for people across this country, which I think is really great. And the element of, we just talked to a mindset coach on our podcast uh, just this morning before we recorded here. And one of the things she men- mentioned regarding mindset was some of some of the top athletes in the world will have something that they put on their outfit, in their, in their gear. They'll sew in a, a pair of wings for speed or something that relates to something important to them. And how interesting is it to be able to have a legacy headband from, a, you know, as your armor to be able to put on before you work out while you're going through those treatments, whatever it is that you're struggling through to have something that means something as deep as this legacy headband to be able to use as your armor to kind of go into battle with, which I think is another level of it, which I I'm feeling that's what you're going with it. I love it. I love that feeling. Right. And you know, it's so cool. I love that. You just said that is that word armor. I'm waiting for the right band. 
because we also name every band and every band has a really like it gives me shivers. Like I put on the band, I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to be unstoppable today or whatever the name of the band is. And actually, that's what a lot of the women fall in love with. You know, they fall in love with the name of the band more even so than the and the meaning behind it for them. And that's what's empowering, right? I think that's something that's so I love what you said about mindset. You know, mindset is everything right now. And mindset is going to be what raises those kids. Mindset is going to be what raises you. You know, mindset is going to be is going to dictate how you show up for the rest of 2020 and how you walk into 2021. It's your mindset. So for us, it's important that we gift somebody that power, you know, like if that makes sense, it's like, this is your power piece, you know, you have to own that. And I think that's kind of fun to be a part of that each day for people. Kim, you are amazing. We are out of time. Unfortunately, I could speak to you for hours. You know, we've, we've talked before and we've, we've spent way too much time. She's a little golden retriever. She's a little golden retriever. We've got so much. We've had so much from you today, just in that short time. So I appreciate your time, Kim. You're welcome back anytime. And um, thank you. I would love it. When COVID is over, I want to come to the pond and be with you in person. We will. We'll do that. uh, By the time COVID's over, I think we'll end up with a professional setup rather than this dungeon. Yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll figure something (laughs) out here. Maybe we'll do it on the Zamboni. On the Zamboni. That would be fun. (laughs) All right. Kim, you've been amazing. Thank you so much, everyone. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful day. Thanks, Kim. That was another episode of The Underground. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Also, follow Justin on Facebook and see what he's up to in the real estate world at Justin Long Carrick. And check out what Ryan is doing on the ice at more.hockey.